Hey, sorry, I'm back. And your brain's out? Yep. You know Gross. it. I wish I didn't. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta, you know, when the stars align, you just gotta get a good... Good BM going? Good, good uh, you know, good pee out your butt situation. You know? <laughs> I know it because this happens to me. Too Are much. you part bird? Yeah. Just keep slamming those I coffees. should just, like, I just need to, like, combine it. You know, it's getting graphic. <laughs> Talking about Paul's cloaca. <laughs> Episode one forty-five. Paul's the, cloaca. We we can just call it the everything hole. <laughs> One-stop shop. That's right. At least you'd know not to even start the podcast if that was the title. Instead of being surprised <laughs> by the everything content. hole. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You know. You're not tricking anyone. You're just. Telling them, hey, this episode is enough about discussion of cloacas that. Uh, oh, just Adam. Need to well, I think what we what we would need to have happen subsequently is a discussion of the Beastie Boys, so that people read that in conjunction with the title and think we're making up a sequel to Paul's Boutique. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a can't fail strategy. <laughs> All right, so I guess it's back to Paul's cloaca. <laughs> hey, hey, we haven't even done the introduction yet. Maybe I'm going to play with the format and wait till the very end to introduce myself. Oh, that's fair. We'll have a 45-minute conversation, and then, oh, by the way, this was the Gobeski Oz report. Paul's cloaca, <laughs> playing with the format. <laughs> I, I thought they were called fun now. What? The format. I thought the format was called fun now. Wow, that is an whoa cut joke. Really? I I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Never connected the two in my mind, but now that I think about it. It's probably because no one ever thinks about the format. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I think they I remember when they came to MSU because I was a freshman. I mean I think they're from Arizona, so oh. in theory I should think of them, but of course I don't. I mean, you, you're not required to think about everything from Arizona. Every band from Arizona. You're responsible for everything that comes from the state that you're currently residing in. <laughs> oh, God. Well, then we have questions. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I'm not proud of any of it. <laughs> well, at least you have me to help shoulder the blame. That's Charlie. true. Yeah. You, yeah. Is that why you, uh, why, why you were like, oh, yeah, if you come here, you can, you can visit me from time to time. And you're just like under your breath <laughs> and also be responsible for Scott Walker. <laughs> Sick and tired of everyone blaming me for Scott Walker. <laughs> the scapegoat. They blame you for him, but that you don't get any credit for getting rid of him. <laughs> Ain't it always the way. <laughs> that's how it works around here. Yeah. Well, well, it's because Charlie was putting all the effort into keeping him in office. And so what with the baby coming, he had to shift focus. And that's why Scott Walker lost. Conspiracy corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Paul, make that conspiracy crazier. Oh, God. All my ways of making it crazier are inappropriate. Yeah, I think all of mine involve Scott Walker as a donor. Wait, what? <laughs> that's where all mine are. Oh, <laughs> what? I no, no, no. Politicians accept the bribes. They don't make the bribes. Not that kind of donor. Oh, like he's he's got his own signature um like wrap sandwich at the at the local uh 
a shawarma place. The shawarma places the, also sell kebabs. The do- donor. <laughs> well, I think that cone of meat oh, is like wow. donor style chicken. Uh, okay. <laughs> cone of meat. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's straight out of that's straight out of Ron Swanson's uh ah. vocabulary there. <laughs> yeah, somebody made a, a Ron Swanson reference in a talk yesterday and a and she's like, oh, but I can't, I can't repeat it because it involves some swears. But you all know what I'm talking about. And I'm just like, nope. <laughs> Everyone's watched every season of Parks and Recreation. Once again, on <laughs> Doug doesn't know pop culture. Our long running segment. All right, I'm tired of playing with the format. Introduce us. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam. And we have two guests with us who will introduce themselves in order of increasing... Mm, pulchritude. It's either good or bad. Just take oh. a stab at it. <laughs> okay, Google, define pulchritude. Oh, that's no fun. <laughs> well, I guess I'll start since I looked it up. Uh, I, I can't. I, <laughs> I, I wasn't able to hear it because you were talking. <laughs> Shoot. Um, and and I'm Paul Wilcox. <laughs> You oh, gave this a is lot. inverse homeliness. Okay. Yeah, and I'm Doug. Gobaski. <laughs> we all have we have long silent middle names now. <laughs> yeah, that means That's... it can't be cut. That's, that's how you know your parents were real hippies. You have a middle name. It's just yeah. three seconds of silence. <laughs> Move over, marijuana Pepsi. Hey, I bl- is in town. Doctor, isn't that Dr. Marijuana Pepsi anyway? Show some respect. <laughs> Although I don't remember what her last name is. It was Sawyer, but now it's something different. Okay. I remember hearing about her back when she was not Dr. Marijuana, Pepsi. Okay. I I was unaware of her until I saw an article about her uh, getting her doctorate and being like, yeah, I wanted to show that even people with unusual names can also be high achievers. From Wisconsin. Well, she has a degree from Wisconsin. Oh, so we get credit for her? Doug Doug and I? Wisconsin, Madison? Uh, Whitewater. Oh, okay. So, hmm. I, I assume my taxes go to pay a tiny fraction of that. So, this yeah, I'll, I'll take credit. You going to eat those fried pickle ranch chips, Charlie? Ugh, I was not able to find them. <laughs> not that I looked too hard, but I at least looked and they, they were not around. Oh, none of these unique uh, unique well, chips you guys find are in the one local grocery stores that I go to. So I can never <laughs> find it. The Apple market? Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> I go to the Apple market and their selection is a little more limited than say Meyer, but I don't want to go all the way to Meyer because I drive had to drive there, so I just walk. Apple food market and genius store. <laughs> <laughs> You're at, yeah. Apple's getting into the food business. Shoot, what foods are white and shiny? With like rounded edges and stuff. Eggs. I guess that just dipped. leaves you with a cheese wheel, huh? White yeah. fudge dipped Oreos. Oh, huh? yeah, yeah, okay. Fish balls. <laughs> <laughs> Is this more about your cloaca? 
we can we can talk about it if you want. <laughs> Obviously, the goal is to keep bringing it up so that Charlie's forced to keep it. <laughs> it became too integral to the episode. Well, it loses some of its mystique if we talk too much about it. <laughs> Charlie just edits the podcast down to seven minutes. <laughs> seven minutes in cloaca heaven. <laughs> that's how birds do it right actually i don't know uh, how do it. i don't no, know and i don't think i want to know i saw a lot of uh plovers do it when i was in that business <laughs> wait <laughs> what, what business uh the uh plover plover banding tracking studying get, oh. gathering data about plovers in north dakota are, piping plovers are, are you a fisheries and wildlife major? Uh, no, a geography major. Oh, huh. yeah, I did a did a couple summers of plover loving. Huh. As a plover lover, that's neat. So, so having worked with them so much, are you pro plover or anti plover? Oh, I'm I'm pro. Okay, okay. Well, they're 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 great, <laughs> great little birds. <laughs> you weren't tracking them so that you could uh, hunt them down later. I wasn't like oh, them. These, these birds are not endangered enough. <laughs> they will lead me to the rest of them. <laughs> Leads them to the nest. <laughs> Exterminate them all. So speaking of hunting things, um, this is going to be a weird segue. That's the best I got. The, but at the risk of extremely dating this podcast, what the hell is 30 to 50 feral hogs about? Hold on. Good question. Hold on. Hold on, it's going to take me a moment. Because this keeps coming up, and I don't feel like researching it. So, uh, I don't remember what the exact content was, but somebody tweeted out something after the uh, El Paso shooting about um, gun control. And one of the replies was somebody saying, you know, serious question, what do you do if your kids are playing out in the yard and 30 to 50 feral hogs, you know, suddenly enter your yard within three to five minutes. Like, like how are you, how are you supposed to defend your children without assault weapons in that situation was essentially the idea being communicated. Is that a, and so because the, because the idea of 30 to 50 feral hogs showing up in your yard, like all the boys after your milkshake, is uh everybody just latched onto it partly as a palate cleanser for their for their minds because uh sunday was a bit of a downer on twitter and so it's no surprise that people were looking for something to distract them from the uh the bleak horror of modern existence aren't you glad you asked about 30 to 50 feral hogs now are there lots of feral hogs yeah haven't you yeah they are kind of a problem stuff Yeah. yeah Have you not seen, like, the footage of people hunting them from helicopters and stuff? No. Here's a question then, Doug. It sounds like the person positing that question was joking, or were they serious? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. The way in which it was phrased seemed to be that they were being serious. I mean, they they prefaced it with serious question. (laughs) Right. Well, so you, you don't get more. Got to take them at their word, right? I mean, if you don't take them at their word, isn't isn't everything on the internet just kind of unbelievable? Like, oh, everything could just be 
you know, terminally online irony poison, ver- you know, levels of sarcasm. That's that's my take. I, I'm fairly certain the person was being serious. Ooh. Positing a completely absurd hypothetical. What what would the serious response be? The serious response would be, I'm not, I'm not sure there would be a serious response because that's an utterly absurd hypothetical. Like, oh. like it's, it's being presented to defend the idea of, of, you know, civilian ownership of a high capacity, high firing rate guns by positing a situation that would never actually occur in real life. That's that's what people were kind of keying in on. They they innately recognize that oh yeah this this is kind of an absurd straw man you've set up here. Well, it seems that even if it did happen, oh well, you, I mean the kids and running inside would act would be the safer option regardless, rather than shaking things up. What if that's where they're coming from from inside the house? <laughs> <laughs> they've been in <laughs> the twist. They've been inside the house the whole time. <laughs> What happens when my feral hog pen fails? <laughs> this, this is Charlie's way of letting us know that his home is a pigsty. <laughs> so are they like not stopped by fences or something? Well, that's what many of the initial responses pointed out that yes, we invented fence technology to deal with that sort of issue. Hmm. All uh, right. I believe at one point I saw someone set up a scenario in i want to say one of the far cry games where they had you know some sort of gun and they went up against like 30 hogs and just got slaughtered by the hogs <laughs> you know the, with the message essentially being see that's not enough firepower those those hogs will wreck your day oh i guess i learned something new <laughs> <laughs> you learned to not ask questions uh just let Maybe. there be wonder in the world still. I mean, I guess I learned that feral hogs are apparently a problem. I just put the uh, apparently the map of uh, <laughs> which which ones have feral swine populations, Whoa. which none in Michigan except apparently Marquette County. <laughs> so someone let them get out up there. And <laughs> they've taken to the woods and aren't giving it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure there are uh, 30 to 50 there. Are you are you covered where you're at, or are you hog-free? Uh, hog-free. Okay. No hogs in Maricopa County. And I see Wisconsin is hog-free outside of Charlie's house. Hello! <laughs> Where's Alaska on this map? Well, looks like it isn't on, on here. Hmm. I don't know. I just pulled this out of a Vox article. Must not be part of the states. Also, according to this map, it looks like... Uh, El Paso doesn't have any hogs. Wait, is that where El Paso is on the very western tip? I don't know my western yeah. <laughs> or West Texas geography very well. Yeah, it's right there in the very tip. I just know it's the West Texas town of El Paso. Oh, yeah. Because that's where Felina will be in Rosa's Cantina. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a song about uh, the horrors of gun violence for you. Jeez. They warned us. They warned us decades ago. We didn't listen. But where do the hogs fit into that song? I don't know enough about the lyrics of this song to to really speak on it. I it's just... basically about toxic masculinity. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, is it like a is it like a murder ballad or something? Yeah. Yeah. Some guy looks at his girl wrong, so he kills him. Except with... it's it wasn't really his girl. He just 
had made up this thing in his head that she was. Right. Oh. So, so I believe at that point, the police unleashed 30 to 50 feral hogs against him and he's forced to flee. <laughs> flee into Mexico. Yeah. He can't, he can't stay away. So by the end of the song, he comes back to El Paso and the hogs get him. Yep. The, the swine do. Yep. All right. I can sort of see the appeal of the meme. <laughs> We're probably going to have to cut a good amount of this just for yeah. taste, though. Yeah, we're just keeping in the cloaca bits. <laughs> yeah, right. I I don't know anything about taste when it comes to cloaca. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you didn't okay. get those well, late night fried cloaca with <laughs> ranch <laughs> chips? No. Uh, I mean, 20 years ago, maybe I would have been that edgy. But uh, nowadays, it just seems a bit off color to... Uh, to make fun of a bunch of dead people like that. You're an ex edgelord. Yeah, I'm I'm broken edgelord. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that sounds extra edgy. Yes. Edges involved. <laughs> like that'd make a you know that'd be like a good what is it like your what do they call the thing that's like a big image underneath every forum post you make? The signature? Yeah, the signature. Yeah, like that if you if you had like a really serious edge. <laughs> Broken Edge Lord. <laughs> Put that on my Twitter bio. It's got like the crow on it or something. <laughs> so when I do a Google search for Broken Edge Lord, a few things come up. It looks like there's a somebody's Pinterest account is called that. However, Fractal Edge Lord, no results. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, oh my stars and garters. <laughs> The thing is, Google doesn't capture everything, though. Like, I'll Google stuff and get no results, and then I'll search in Twitter and get, like, five results. So, Does Google eventually, like, cache Twitter or not? Like, would that eventually show up in Google? It doesn't seem to, because, like, I searched for, I made some joke, came up with some joke about Oreo cookies, searched Google, got nothing, searched Twitter, and got results from, like, seven years ago. <laughs> Do you have to be logged in to see some stuff on Twitter? Uh, or could theoretically, mm-hmm. could you see anything on there without logging in? Uh, you can see you anything. Can, you can see anything without logging in. The, I mean, the only exception is padlocked accounts, but you have to already be following those. Nothing uh, Nothing so. shows up for Fractal Edgelord on Twitter either. So Okay, there you go. So we did it. <laughs> <laughs> got, got your new Fortnite handle there. <laughs> for my uh, when i when i start streaming on uh mixer yeah <laughs> <laughs> i know it's definitely not taken on that platform <laughs> <laughs> i'm fractal edgelord i'm a 29 year old male from michigan who loves puppies and sunsets don't get more edgy than that <laughs> i'm so edgy i came back to wholesome <laughs> we're IRL streaming some needlepoint tonight <laughs> this one's for my nephew it says I love dinosaurs positive vibes only <laughs> let's get some orbs going in the chat window <laughs> I like this world we've created <laughs> it's a nice world yeah. yeah so Charlie what topics you got um, did I talk last time about how I went to a drive-in theater? The no, first one I've been but... to since we went to one for uh, Amber's pre-wedding party. I don't even know what kind of party to call that. 
bachelorette party. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically what it was. Okay, what was exciting about it? (laughs) So it's the first chance I've gotten to go see a movie since uh, my daughter was born, since we can actually bring her. Um, So we went up to, this is actually a place near Wisconsin Dells. So nowhere. (laughs) Hey, Wisconsin Dells is the premier place to go with your family for the weekend to a water park, etc. I mean, it's actually pretty beautiful there if you go out and do stuff outside, but there's like a lot of weird like water parks and hotels and stuff. Is it like the Kissimmee St. Cloud of Wisconsin or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something like that, yeah. <laughs> it's the Orlando of... <laughs> well, no, that's probably not a very good comparison. <laughs> no, no, it's not quite to Orlando standards, but... <laughs> or, I mean, it has do, probably man. has more natural uh, features that there's like lots of places like that it's like a conglomeration of places can like you just slide areas. from one to the next uh i don't think you're supposed to but you probably could it's just one interlinked chain of slides i'm just picturing a <laughs> spanning, you, you spanning go, 20 square miles you go off the slide like it's a ski jump into the next water park <laughs> you have to pay the fee so the gate opens before you hit it <laughs> midair. <laughs> no, you just set up like an all park pass. <laughs> like an eye pass or something that you hold in your yeah. hand. Yeah, okay. No, it's just like a wristband. <laughs> so you just have to hold your wrist up as you're flying through the air to catch the scanner. <laughs> no, I missed the sensor. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the wall. <laughs> Did you drive up to the Wisconsin Dells purely to go to the closest drive-in so that you could see a movie with your daughter? Yes. And how did you justify this to like Kara? She came up with the idea. Wow. I, I want to take a guess. I, I, guess take that, a stab. I guess that means she's the real cinephile. In your yeah, no, that's true. I want to take a stab because he hasn't told us what the movie was yet and say it's uh, The Lion King. Hold on. I'm going to bet there was a double feature. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm going to say that it was. Uh... Wait, wait a second. See, can he find an old version of the website? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm going to guess was, that it was The Lion King and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I was just going to say, because he, he texted like he had seen Once Upon a Time. And so if that if he's only seen one movie recently, oh, it's I'm just looking that. at his Letterboxd account where he stopped rating movies wisely and just said, I've seen this. <laughs> That just turned into a Pokemon collect them all set on his is your box. Is your actual guest for the double feature, The Lion King and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yeah, that's Wait, so it wasn't it wasn't a double feature. Look, it was it starts with the Lion King and then yeah, the okay, fall let's, asleep, yeah. and then you watch the Manson family. Yeah, let's let's go with that. <laughs> I I'll buy it. I'll buy What's that ticket. Problem? It was the Lion King, so Mostly get credit for that. And then uh, Toy Story 4. Wait, why is that not on your list? It isn't? It's not in sequence with The Lion King. Oh, no, because I put in several things on the same day. That wasn't actually the day I watched it. In the order I remembered. So I remembered. (laughs) Oh, weird. I guess I remembered to put in Toy Story 4, but then forgot to put in The Lion King until five days later. Yeah, these numbers mean nothing. It's when I remembered (laughs) that I watched something, not when I actually watched it. I mean, because really, if nothing, you're rating your memory of the movie. I did so not watch five movies on July 30th. Although that would be did you get did you get access to Criterion Channel or something? Uh, Canopy is the only thing I have. What ones are making okay. me think that? Uh, Night of the Hunter, Certified Copy, Cleo from Five to Seven. Right, these are all very 
These are all very Criterion channel-y movies. Cleo was Canopy. A certified copy was actually Hulu. Night of the Hunter mm-hmm. was Amazon Prime. So, Oh, yeah. Did you want to record on the podcast for the record that you think your problem with the beginning of Thor was Amazon? Oh, yeah. I should say that. <laughs> since I think we left in the parts about uh, my black hole TV, which I do occasionally have problems with. But yeah, no, I think I'm going to stop renting almost anything through Amazon. (laughs) I can't believe it took you this long. Yeah, I know. Well, he's not doing it for a moral principle stance. Well, no, no, because Amazon are the ones who straight up do not care one tiny bit what the quality of what they put up is. They put it up and it's good or it's bad. It can be anything and doesn't matter to them, right? Or have they improved oh. in the like the last eight years? Uh, if it's original content, then they, it's really nice. Otherwise, they generally don't care. I think I've only ever watched three things through Amazon, but they were both I had to like purchase them. And it was all TV shows. And so they were fine. But I can't say what the streaming quality is or anything like that. I was telling Adam I was watching the Americans on Amazon prime and they one episode looked fine. And then the next episode looked like complete junk. And then the episode after that looked fine. So even (laughs) within the same series, they don't generally don't care about the quality. They just set your, the bit rate at what it was like at the time, very beginning of the video and doesn't adjust it at all. Just, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you had a blip. So you get the 240p version <laughs> with extra compression. I, that is actually occasionally a problem. With When I was doing the Amazon stuff, I had to force it to not do auto. Yeah, like, oh, wait, like five seconds. You don't have to give me crap like so that I can watch it right now. Right. <laughs> I'll let you build up the buffer. Yeah. Sorry, so drive-in theater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where you watch The Lion King and Toy Story 4, 5, 7, whatever they're up to. <laughs> whatever now. they're up the to. The odd-numbered Toy Stories are the best. Everyone yeah. knows that. <laughs> <laughs> the one where Woody does something and Buzz does something else. No, so Lion King was trash. And there's conflict, but eventually it gets resolved by the end of the film. Yeah, yeah. And everyone has a good oh, time. Oh, you want to... You're bring this up because you want to give your hot lion king take okay oh my hot lion king take that it wasn't any good i don't think that's a hot take (laughs) if i were to defend it that would be a hot take no that's it i just wanted to say it was trash (laughs) (laughs) why okay so i'm only vaguely aware of the controversy over lion king i saw like some somebody on twitter posted controversy a well before the movie came out somebody on twitter posted a side by side of uh, hakuna matata between the 90s lion king and the new one and they were like boy the the 90s one is so much more fun to watch i mean yeah that's basically the entire movie like it kind of surprises me that they bothered to even got james earl jones in to re-record the exact same lines that he said <laughs> 25 years ago like the lines are exactly the same Maybe the audio fidelity wasn't good enough. It could be, but he just, it's weird. It's like, he doesn't even want to be there. <laughs> it's like, why am I back here? Why am I doing this again? Because <laughs> they're paying you. <laughs> the like Anthony Hopkins syndrome. Syndrome? Not true. Take? Nominum? Approach. Approach. Okay. Yes. Method. <laughs> Method. <laughs> Is that why he's in that Transformers movie? I think so. 
Or like Ben Kingsley, right? We'll just do stuff because why not? So yeah, Lion King was trash. Uh, <laughs> Toy Story 4 was about trash, but it was good. So that's my short review. So <laughs> Of both Did the movies. plastic fork man eventually uh, get his uh, existential crisis resolved? Um, yes, more or less. Okay. I mean, it's pretty entertaining that the child makes a toy and then suddenly he springs into being and doesn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, did you say it too? I did, I did. I saw it uh, in a regular theater. <laughs> <laughs> you had to drive to it, though. Oh. He didn't have to, but it's only a drive. They had a sizable parking lot with ample. It's only parking. a drive, and if you force your way in, <laughs> so the drive to theater, not the drive in theater. Wait, so you didn't have to park behind a pickup truck that decided to have all of its doors ajar? <laughs> so did you just get bing, bing, bing through the yep. whole experience, and all the light, all, all the interior lights were on. Wow. <laughs> and then left halfway through the first movie. Now did you did you happen to see the Aladdin remake? No. No, I didn't really no. I wonder I wonder people's cuz I haven't really read anything about it. I saw the Aladdin I saw Aladdin but not the Lion King. And I thought Aladdin was fine, you know, but it sounds like the Lion King really ruffled some feathers. Well, I guess I got it sort of got the impression of like I thought like Aladdin like added some stuff and changed some stuff. Whereas Lion King was essentially almost like a shot for shot remake. It, it uh, is. Yeah. It's where, precisely where it was the like, same. why, why do we need this? Well, you Just need, like you need to extract the whimsy. Cash grab. <laughs> you, you need to extract the whimsy. The world is getting to be a worse place. I don't know if you've noticed. And so you don't want to raise children with hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we into just kidding with Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they take out the part where uh, Simba retakes retakes the pride at the end. Scar just kills He's him. He's just devoured by hyenas. <laughs> He's devoured by hyenas. Yep. <laughs> no wonder people don't like this new version. <laughs> and then Barack Obama walks on stage and he's like, This is what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Let let me be clear. If you like your hereditary leader, you can keep him. <laughs> no, I've uh, I've been avoiding reality, as I'm sure Paul can attest from the many emails he probably got last month. What? They since they're going to they must be going to a different inbox now. Because I used to get alerts, and I'm like, oh, nice. <laughs> Adam's making moves. <laughs> Maybe I turned that off. So that I don't have any Christmas presents spoiled. <laughs> Could you explain this for those of us who oh. aren't in the know? Well, uh, I, I don't want the BNN investigators to, who listen to this podcast. Uh, so Paul and I are family. Oh, of course, yes, <laughs> we are. Right, your that bros. Is a given. Okay. Yep. And so, as family members, we have been known to share a certain account. At a certain place that has Criterion movies on sale from time to time. <laughs> Say no more. Because as a family, we're set up via Paul's account. Although I would like to be clear, I have paid my share as I'm not just yes, uh, freeloading. This is, this is if, <laughs> yeah, if anything, I'm freeloading because there's not really a way to, to get you those coupons. That's okay. 
I assume we'll just sort of trade back and forth on freeloading from year yeah, to year. I'll, I'll get the ne- yeah, I'll get the next year. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I do. It's funny because I haven't seen an email about purchases. Maybe that setting changed or something. Mm-hmm. But I do get emails about Chandler area events <laughs> at my local Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe I should be forwarding those on to you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, they know about your cloaca, so they just assumed you were reverse snowbird. But uh, because I had acquired a large sum of cash over the previous uh, eight months, I guess. This sounds extremely illegal. (laughs) No, I, uh, I got some Christmas gifts of, like, cash. And because I... I don't have a way to deposit cash to my MSU account, really. Consequently, I just sort of hold on to it. So it just sort of sits there until I'm ready to use it. And so I decided to save it until the Criterion sale. (laughs) And uh, I bought a lot of Criterion movies, but not all in one go. Like I would buy some and then I would go home and then I'd think about it for a bit. And then I'd go and buy a couple more. So I assume Paul just kept getting emails through the month of July, <laughs> whether he knows it or not. But and then the last time I went back was because I uh, I bought a movie that came out in at the end of July, so I was able to grab that for half off as well. So that's how I've been escaping reality. Well, that and Ray and dissertation. <laughs> sort of necessary. I, mean, I would hope that that's back. more just focusing on a very specific area of reality. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a game. And so this... if you assume all these crazy things, this is how it works. <laughs> Could be creative writing. He's working on his MFA. My DFA. <laughs> There's a little bit of that in there. Of just like if you if you assume this crazy thing, then this works just fine. <laughs> hmm. If you don't assume this crazy thing, well then you explain it. <laughs> <laughs> well then, what are you even doing? You got any here? better ideas? It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of how it feels like a couple times, where it's like this doesn't work really well, but it's better than anything anyone else has come up with. <laughs> I challenge you to find something better. For now, this is the best. <laughs> and I asked my advisor about that at one point, and he was basically like, yeah, that's a valid strategy. Wow. He was like, hey, uh, the onus is on them to come up with an improved version. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, that's how you, that's how how you, you move forward. Yep. Another person on my committee made the comment about how when you are swimming into a new pool, you don't have to swim out very far. In other words, it didn't have to be really long and detailed because – just no one had done it. So just laying out the facts on some level was already a major advance. And then you attach some theory that half works and then someone else can kind of go, well, no, cause you got to do this. And then they get to go further out into the pool. What were you saying, Charlie, like 20 minutes ago? Oh yeah. I'm glad to see that I made the cut and I'm in there somewhere. You are. Wait, what? Uh, you're in there. Paul and Tony are both in there. Alex is in there. Am I in oh, there? Can't remember. You might be in there. <laughs> are they in there by name or yeah they're in uh, example sentences yeah. name and reputation oh. huh. uh here actually let me see if i can since i'm on my computer i can pull them up all right so one sentence says paul is twice the tim and eric fan that tony is 
<laughs> That's, that makes sense. Okay. I can, I can understand and believe that. And then the other one says, Charlie is twice the believer that Alex is. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Because it turns out believer is a, what's called a gradable noun, which is a <laughs> noun that seems to have a degree component attached. Oh my wow. gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> right. So if you talk about a big horse, right, like you're describing the size of the horse. Like you're, you're not saying that this horse is particularly intent, like intense as a horse, right? But if you call someone a big idiot, you are saying that their idiocy is larger, not that they're physically a large idiot. Okay, so, I would, do you address the concept of the large adult son? Uh, no, because this is sort of only tangential to my point, but <laughs> well, but large adult son, right. Is, I mean, so it is, it's pretty straightforward. It's yeah. literally son's, yeah, not, no. son's not credible. So it's, I know I just wanted to bring it up because I, even after all this time, I still think it's a hilarious, silly concept. Okay. Um, so idiot is gradable. So when you talk about someone being a big idiot, they are, you're comparing idiocy levels. So believer also works like this in that if you describe someone as a big believer, you're describing the level of their fandom, not the fact that they're large adult sons. (laughs) (laughs) The the devoutness of their faith. Yeah. And so once I realized that believer was a gradable noun, then I decided (laughs) to make Charlie the subject. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. I, well, we could talk about the, I mean, it's brief, but the thing that I mentioned, uh, that after all these years, I've finally collected every Pokemon in Pokemon Shuffle for the 3DS. How many are there? I don't know. How many did I say? Like 991, maybe? Are they going to add more to get to 1,000? Uh, I would not expect them to add more. I don't expect that it's profitable enough for them to do any major updates. Do you feel fulfilled you know i i thought i would feel fulfilled like i caught the last three in the span of like a day after you know trying for several months because i had to you know had to get the upgrades and level up my pokemon to take on these last ones and then you know i get the last one and i'm like oh huh i guess i can quit now and i just kept playing for a bit longer (laughs) you didn't get like a congrats you caught them all no, because oddly enough, the congrats, you're the amazing Pokemon master. You get that message when you capture every unique Pokemon. And these were just variants of uh, Pokemon that I already had. So it was like instead of uh, regular Groudon, it's Primal Groudon. Ah. It, uh, it only took me about 830 hours to do it. <laughs> what? Wow. The, the game includes a counter for playtime, and it's at like 830 hours or so. Does that include time you just kind of left it open and wandered yes, off it for includes, eight hours? Yeah. Well, so there's probably like upwards of 10 hours of that time. We're just like, oh, you know, I got distracted while I you know, had it open, but that didn't happen much. So yeah, it's, it's over 800 hours. I don't know that I've played any game ever. <laughs> yeah. You don't know that you've you've played a game for literally a month solid and then some? Uh, like, <laughs> no, what the, 
Fallout and Skyrim games, like they were over 100 hours. And I was like, wow, that seems like a lot. Or maybe Skyrim even got to like 200 hours. And that mm. was. Well, you know, you, you play for like, what, 20 minutes a day? When did you start playing it, I guess? Um, I shortly, shortly after it came out. It was, it was years ago. February 18th, 2015. So still like four years, basically four and a half years. Yeah, so let's say four years. I guess that's what, 40 minutes a day? Seems like a lot. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if World of Warcraft is still as mean to you as it used to be, but it would tell you how long you had ever been playing the game. I knew that I was up to over two weeks of playtime. Like in the first few months, I think, of the game, <laughs> at which point I quit. But <laughs> oh, I totaled okay. that, and that's like, I guess that's like 336 hours plus. So. I guess it's not inconceivable. I, I played Warcraft a bit back in the day, but I never really got into it. So, yeah, I think I got my my barbarian up to like level thirty something, and then that was that was it. Yeah, I played Starcraft. Does that count? Sure. Did you ever have a land party with Starcraft? No. Nope. Mm. And I think I only played like four levels. <laughs> I'm oh. not sure that does I, count. Then I think I got through the. I got at least through the Terran campaign. Starcraft I a, one. I did a land party with X-Wing versus TIE Fighter once. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it wasn't a land party. It was a it was a call the other computer on the phone party, but modem party. Yeah. So yeah, now I can uh, proceed to play other games on my 3DS. Not not ha- I don't have to feel too bad about it. You know, because after 800 hours, you got like four or five guys left you need to get. You're like, well, I mean, I guess I got to keep at it till I get everyone. I got to catch them all. Yeah. Right? Well, you should divide the cost of the game by the number of hours you played, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I did I did better than one Pokemon per hour. Well, so. I mean, yeah, but I was thinking mostly like you paid pennies for uh, per hour of entertainment. Are, That's pretty are you good. counting the electricity that went into <laughs> running the 3DS, charging it? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I never okay, actually... Okay, maybe not that. <laughs> I never actually spent any money at all in that game, oh, which is okay. possibly why it oh, took so long. Oh, because it's, it's freemium? It's, it's a freemium game. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Here, buy these jewels with real money. Oh, you're out of moves. You can get five more moves for one jewel. No, no, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, playing uh, Jake Hunter detective story, Ghost of the Dusk now. How is that? I, I saw that in the store and it um, caught my eye because I was like, oh, this is the usual thing you see on the 3DS. Yeah, uh, so far it's entertaining. I'm halfway through the main case and then there's some smaller side cases, like four or five additional side cases. Imagine a more linear version of an Ace Attorney game that's also more serious, mm, okay. but like like serious in a hard-boiled gumshoe kind of way. Yeah. So like a good way. Charlie loves gumshoe. A lot of smoking, yeah. too. Eight out of, did I give it 8 out of 10 or 9? I think I gave it a 9 out of 10. 20 out of 10? <laughs> Does that sound right? It's like two games in one. Five bags of popcorn? <laughs> you give it a 9. Yeah, that sounds sounds like what I remember. Four, four point five nine. I think you played that one without me too, <laughs> oh, yeah. because I had played it before or something. I remember just being like taken aback by your scores. I'm like, this, I must really like this horrible game. 
oh, I'd probably just like this because I grew up with it instead of it actually being good. Scored it higher than the cumulative score of the other reviewers. Wow. And that's and that's okay. Yeah. Principal Skinner meme. Am I am I the one who's out of touch? No. <laughs> it's the other reviewers who are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, that probably about does it for this edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And special thanks to our to how much I can make cloaca into a an adjective. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. Cloacal. Come on. Cloacal. <laughs> our two cloacal guests. Doug. Gobeski. Okay, thank you for getting my name right this time. <laughs> but again, I would like to reiterate, I'm no bird pervert. <laughs> Bervert. <laughs> Birdvert. <laughs> and Paul. Wilcox. That's not his name. How oh, sorry. Paul. Wilcox. Thanks. And and uh I am a bird pervert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Time to go it play some hot full boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pretend that I don't own that on Steam. <laughs> but it, it was a pleasure. The the podcast. Yeah, I, sorry, I was just imagining. <laughs> not, not, not the, uh, well, I mean, the bird, the bird stuff too, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> I mean, this I, uh... was the episode to talk about that, if that's what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> but yeah, we'll give you another opportunity. Well, Paul, I reckon that about wraps it up for another episode of the Gobeski Wallace Report. Yes, it does, but the fun doesn't have to end here. No? No. You can check out our other episodes at GobeskiWallaceReport.com. Do we have a social media presence as well? Yes, we do. I suppose it's probably, (laughs) what, Twitter and Facebook? Uh, We are on, on Twitter at GW Report. I guess that'll have to do for now. Yep, I guess so. I've probably already told you about my experience sexing geese in Alaska. Uh, I don't think you have. Oh, okay. I mean, if you I always have, forget I who I've talked it. to that about with. This is this does not sound familiar to me. Oh, well, yeah. When I was when I was in Alaska the second time, I got to I got to join this migratory bird team, and uh, we captured a bunch of like greater white fronted geese that were in that were molting so they couldn't fly you like set up a pen on the edge of a pond and like fly a bunch of float planes down and kind of pen like this big pot of like steer this big pot of them up towards the pen that you've set up you'd grab them and you'd put like a metal band or read any read and record any band you see on their leg and uh you had to kind of peel back their cloaca to look inside to figure out what their genitals were that sounds fun yeah, it was kind of interesting. So I these fingers have touched a lot of cloacas. <laughs> so you fingered a lot of birds. <laughs> yeah. I tried to do it in the most respectful uh, and uh, least invasive way possible. But you just peel it back and either you see, like, not the little coiled around I don't want to know, man. I don't want to. You know, <laughs> some things are better just left a mystery to mankind. Fortunately, this isn't one of them. <laughs> oh. Considering the subject matter of the episode, I'm surprised you didn't bring that up until after <laughs> we had already ended the episode. <laughs> he just felt it needed to be a good tag.
<laughs> Let's see, bird coicus. Yep, don't have any stories about that. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it feels like a different thing, you know, like <laughs> cloacas with an actual cloaca. You know, it just feels off topic. You'd be like, well, well, hold on, let me tell you about the real ones. <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> yeah. 